Hello everyone, welcome back to Only Football with Max Redbound and Guy Robertson. Guy, how's it going there? It's going good. Uh, I've got a nice little anecdote to kick us off today. I was uh-huh. out in the back garden this afternoon and heard familiar voices, uh, uh-huh. scouse voices from Liverpool. Uh, so my next door neighbours were sitting in the garden. I was like, oh, hi guys, how's it going? You know, are you guys from England? Yeah, uh, from Liverpool. Um, so I asked a question that I ask anyone I meet from Liverpool in this country, red or blue? And they gave me the wrong answer, unfortunately. The blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had seen before. I've been out flag, in the back, right? and I thought yeah. I saw an Everton flag, and yeah. I, I sort of half didn't believe it because it, it's fucking mental that there's an Everton Everton fan in the suburbs of Toronto. Um, but there is several of them, in fact. Suburbs. We're in the suburbs, right? What now? <laughs> we're in East. We're not in a downtown area. Suburb. No, it's not suburb. All right. Well, we're, <laughs> we're halfway suburbs. between the suburbs. All right. Uh, <laughs> sleepy little neighbourhood certainly at the moment sure uh, <laughs> yeah fair enough um, but yeah so that was that well I mean you guys can get together and I kicks pl- back off I said I said uh, you know my, TV up in the backyard. I said it's dumb luck that I move halfway across the world and I end up living next door to a group of Everton fans <laughs> uh, and then real- they said they'd been here for five years so I, I had to apologise you know I was the one Yes, stepping on there to yeah. you know rather than the other way around. So mm-hmm. I apologise, but um, I'll certainly be knocking on the door. Yeah. Uh, two games into the new Premier, the restart of Premier League. Is season. that when the restart derby? No, it's when we win the league. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Merseyside derby. Yeah. I'll be I'll be out with have a foghorn out the back. Do you guys still have to play Everton? Yeah, we've got the Merseyside derby coming up. Yeah. I think we it might. Is, it isn't it's, it's one of those games? Isn't it's it? it is one of those games. I, I think. Yeah, I think it's the second one. Yeah, I think we I, could, we can, with Everton, right? we can clinch. It's away at Everton. Yeah, yeah. they won't. They won't let you do that. They'll oh yeah, they will. Nah, Ancelotti. Ancelotti's got your number. They won't have a. They won't have a choice. Ancelotti's been bashing you guys around for the last two years. That's that's very true. <laughs> uh, that is very true. But uh, the players he's working with are a bit less than maybe the ones he's used to at Napoli. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, anyway, so Bundesliga came back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Last I weekend, gotta say. Um, yeah. So, what, which matches did you watch? You, we watched. We both watched Schalke Dortmund. Yeah, started off with the Schalke. Very uh, Dortmund. Very game. excited for that, and I, I gotta say, I was, I was just so sucked out of it, like by halftime. Yep, uh, me too. It, it was really, it was really weird without the crowd. Like that, that was definitely part of it. But then Schalke were just so, so poor, poor and they, poor. they just had like uh, their physicality. Was, yeah, it was nowhere to be found. They just weren't up to match level no, at all. No, I mean they've they had a big drop in form from the beginning of twenty twenty anyway, and they've obviously not used this break well at all. No, um, and they looked they looked crap. And honestly, it was the same for me. It was the first game that we mm. watched, and it felt odd without the fans. All adjustment. the players didn't yeah. look. It looked. It felt like a training game to me, right? Yeah, fair enough. And like I gotta say, it didn't. It it kind of put me off enough. Like I was happy. I'm very glad it's back, and I think it obviously shows like a sense of normalcy and just things in the world getting back to normal as is. But it didn't make me like definitely want to watch the Sunday matches. Like no. I, I didn't watch anything on Sunday. I didn't watch Bayern. Sure. Like, you know, Bayern probably win, which they did. Yeah. Uh, for me, it it was it was strange. But then there was I watched the later off the later game, which the was Gladbach. Gladbach and that was really good. Uh, Gladbach looked good, mm. uh, and that felt more like the more I watched. The more I kind of got into it, and I realised this is this is how it is. Um, I said, uh, I think I might have said to you, um, it feels like watching football from maybe 10, 15 years ago, where there's a bit more space for the players, like the yeah, physicality's not yeah. quite there. The skill, you know, players, you don't lose the skill. Um, still good on the ball and everything, but there's a bit more time on the ball. And if you just, you know, the more you watch, the more you adjust to it. Um, and I started to enjoy it a lot. And the Gladback match was very, very entertaining. Some. Some good goals. And what, 3-1? 3-1. Yeah. Um, what's his... And player scored in the first minute. Yeah, player and Turan, they're fantastic players. Yeah, they look sure. great. And it, actually, there was um, a diabolical miss from... Uh, Frank. Was it Frankfurt they were playing? Freiburg? Yeah, it was Frankfurt. 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 So, Frankfurt, they got it back to 3-1. And then it, then they, the ball knocks over the top and it's two-on-one mm-hmm. um, with a goalie. So the player unselfishly passes it to his teammate, open goal, defender's coming back and gets in the way of the goal. But like, he's like eight yards out, he's got the whole goal to aim at. The, the, the defender can only use his feet, right? Obviously yeah. he can't use his hands. 
and he just kicks it straight Into straight, the straight at the defender it was you know fair play to the defender sure, it was sure. nice but it was astoundingly bad and this was to bring it back this was in like the 80th minute right yeah they had a lot of momentum it could have you know it could have changed the game for sure but then uh, I guess yeah, Gladbach now leapfrog uh, Leipzig again yeah. who uh, slipped up at home they were actually almost on pace for their first ro- home loss all season until yeah. they tied it up in like the 80th 70th yeah. minute or something like that yeah. but they were dominating though yeah. I didn't I didn't see it because I was watching Dortmund Schalke but I'm paying attention to this match obviously because you know I, I like the Leipzig I don't I like the players and the managers yeah. that like yeah. and the manager that Leipzig have um, as, a, as a club I don't really support them but I support them because you know as we've said before yeah. I've, I've got, got them to win the Bundesliga now that's done. Yeah, that's there's no way they're coming back from what seven points behind yeah, Bayern now. Seven, uh, but they had like over twenty shots. Um, I think they set like a record for like not winning a match or something. Really, like with the yeah. amount of yeah, blimey, um, um, and which is too bad. And I guess you know they they did kind of start a bit of an odd lineup like uh, like Konyate and um, Makano both didn't start. Okay, uh, Sabitzer didn't come on until about yeah. the seventieth minute. So you know, I guess some key players. Sabitzer especially probably just wasn't up to match fitness. Upamecano and Kanyate both kind of struggle with injuries. Yeah. Which is kind of a unf- uh, bit of maybe a bit of a red flag for some teams looking at these two who have loads yeah. of potential, right? But, you know, they're already struggling with injuries. As per Sabitzer, he's there game in, game out. Yeah. I just I just think that he just wasn't up to match fitness and yeah. couldn't start the match. Yeah. Um, which was probably key in them just not being able to get that over the line. But it's funny about... Not scoring the goals because the one thing I noticed, I mean, there was plenty of shots for all the teams because, mm. as I say, the game was the games were more open, but the goals were flowing in the games. Right, several games featured four or five goals. Yeah, um, even like two or three goals. There was one nil-nil draw. The rest had more than two goals in. Um, you know, the goals were flying. Uh, certainly, all the games I watched, the lowest scoring game was Bayern winning two nil. Two nil. Yeah. Um, of the five games that I watched over the weekend, right? Um, uh, Leverkusen great result on Monday. I saw the second half yeah. of that. They were already up two 0 at the time. Kai Havertz. I, I was again. I was still kind of like detached from what I saw on Saturday. Yeah. I was like, uh, but then I was checking. I'm like, oh, they're up two 0 Havertz has two, and I see him starting alone up top. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see what this guy's doing. Like in in that position. Well, uh, lead striker, lone striker. Well, because he's a tall guy. He is right? tall. He's yeah, tall. he's deceptively tall. That guy. And it's, you know, sure. he's not. You, you, he's not like your Olivier Giroud, where you want to put the ball in his head all the time. Although yeah. he did score two headers. Um, but he, he's excellent on the ball, so he can hold the ball up and he can pick mm-hmm. the right passes. And his movement's very good, so yeah. he can play in that kind of like that Firmino, like yeah, that kind of false, yeah, and then just have like um, the left and the right, like, yeah. Diaby, like yeah. person on the wings, having fucking quality, so great. That's another PSG uh, yeah. youth product that they've I just know. let go. They've let go plenty, and yeah. um, well, I guess we'll kind of get to that when we get to Newcastle yeah. later. Um, but um, I also watched Cologne against Mainz because mm-hmm. it was on, yeah, sure. uh, and four goals, two apiece. It was two nil. Cologne, Cologne. were two nil up, and then uh, Mainz came back. Yeah, to two back. Cologne's on a tear. Yeah, before. Uh, the uh, the lockdown they were yeah. like they were in the relegation zone then they were like bursting up and yeah. like close to the top half the table yeah now looking at Euro- Europa League yeah close enough yeah um and then the last one I watched was oh the Bayern against Union Berlin it was just that was as expected really uh, Bayern were dominant Hertha no no uh, Bayern against Union oh yeah it's Bayern Union yeah so, sorry yeah, um, that's right. And that, that you know, too. Bayern, it was, it, was, it was comfortable and dominant. That was probably the worst game. That, well, no, I think the, the Schalke-Dortmund one was the worst one just because I didn't like the feel of it. I didn't come away no. thinking that was, that was enjoyable. No. Great result for Dortmund, and they're on tear as well. Yeah. Still, you know, nipping at Bayern's heels. Yeah. Um, it was a shame Schalke, as I mentioned last week, are my German team. Right. And it was embarrassing, really. They looked, they looked shocking. Yeah, they were awful. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's back. It's not... Back and in a in a normal sense of the mm-hmm. word, but there's football on. No, no, um, no, not complaining at all. Like I'm very yeah. like I, I just as I said, just was like a little, little removed after I watched that battering by Dormant. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, they look they look good. Howland picks it up right away. You know, scores right away. And Brent had an excellent match. He was in on all four goals. Yeah, he didn't have four assists, but he set up like on Howland's goal, like beautiful flick yeah. on to who put that ball in? Who got the assist? Was it um, the left back? Was it Guerrero? It, it might have been. No, oh, no Guerrero, no, Guerrero was playing. Yeah, and Guerrero was playing uh, left wing. He was yeah. actually further field. Uh, but anyway, um, so let's maybe move on to the weekend. Yes. Um, Hertha 
um, there's a Berlin Derby today. Hurt a yeah. spanked Union. Yeah, and easy. I was saying to uh, Soren last night, you know, Soren's got a little parlay. He's like, who do you think? I'm like, man, it's kind of hard to get a feel for right now, but yeah. Hertha was a, a game that I told him to put on it, um, just because I really think Union really feed off the, the crowd, whether they're on the road or not, um, and 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 Hertha had that great result last week on the road yeah. to Hoffenheim, 3-0 as well, so yeah. seven goals, no none conceded for Hertha yeah. uh, since the restart. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Looks good for yep. them. And, uh, but then there's a couple big matches tomorrow. Oh. 9.30, uh, Gladbach, Leverkusen. Yeah. The alarm's getting set for that one, that's for sure. That's going to be man. a big game. Yeah. Because th- probably two of, the, two of the informed teams in the Bundesliga, I mean, certainly from the restart from their first yeah. game. Yeah, 3-1-4-1, one, one, respectively. Yeah, both, I, I watched both of them. Both teams look great. And honestly, they, they both play free-flowing, attacking, yeah. Quite interesting football, and that will be a really nice game. To yeah, watch. it's a quintessential Bundesliga um, match. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, who do you who do you like? It's really tough. <laughs> it's really tough. Yeah, home away doesn't doesn't matter quite no. so much. No. Um, I like Gladbach. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I think I. I I'm gonna go know. the other way. I'm. I, I'm, I, I'm gonna say Leverkusen. Yeah, you know, it's too tough to call. Yes. I like. I like Gladbach. I think. They might be able to do it, but Leverkusen look good all over the pitch. So as well. if, if you're if you're a gambling man, Stefan, uh, maybe just take a draw on this one. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going to lean on Leverkusen actually. I think Havertz just keeps it up too. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. also 9:30 Wolfsburg Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dortmund have really pretty much had just been running Wolfsburg for the last few years. Yeah. Like really just spanking them, and uh, I don't I don't see them. So uh, no, actually, no. I, I did. I, yesterday, I was like, when when Soren was asking me, I was like, I kind of can see Dortmund dropping points here. Yeah, and Wolfsburg have got a lot to play for. They're one. They're like one place out of Europe mm-hmm. at the moment, um, and especially with Schalke faltering so far, like that Europa League berth is open. Yes, it is. And that, so they've got a big incentive. Dortmund. Well, I think they've already they've already passed Schalke. I oh yeah, I from so. from the weekend, from yeah, the, yeah. quite possibly. It was uh, tight. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're okay. in sixth. They're in that spot right now, actually. Yeah. So. They want to keep, make, they want to maintain, and that. and you know Wolfsburg is a team that seems to perform better on the road just because like they're they don't get a crowd really, um, just like the city's like a like it's a manufacturing city for yeah. Volkswagen essentially, and yeah, a lot of people just don't get up to the matches, yeah, and I, no one's working at a Volkswagen factory at the moment possibly, yeah, but they're not going to the matches either. So <laughs> yeah. honestly, I think and they don't really fare well at home. I actually think this is kind of going to benefit them a little bit more. It's like <laughs> they'll be kind of play on the road yeah. like every time. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I can kind of see you know Dortmund. They do just have this problem of just going on runs and then just dropping points that they necessarily shouldn't. Yeah, I, I'm kind of feeling a draw here. Oh yeah, yeah. I think going gonna go one yeah, off. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Gonna go one off. Wolfsburg have got it in them to to hold uh, hold Dortmund at bay. Yeah, yeah. And then Bayern twelve thirty Frankfurt. I can see honestly. I don't know who Bayern have got the rest of the season. Whether they've got to play someone like Dortmund or Leverkusen or Gladbach, but I can just see them run the table. Win, I can see them winning every single game. They just mm. you know, as I, I said last week. The facilities and the, the coaching and the training is just so superior. They're yeah. the richest club and the most successful club in Germany for the last 40 years. You know, they just, there's that level of professionalism. They're going to just run away with it now, I think. Fair enough. And maybe a little vengeance for uh, the 5 1 or 5 0 defeat Frankfurt served them yeah. at like, Halloween this yeah. year. It was, yeah. it was, uh, we were talking about last week, it was Kovac's last match yeah. against his old team. Yeah. Uh, you know, Byron have obviously picked it back up, and now it's time just to like, all right, yeah. okay, you guys like battered us last yeah. time. It's not gonna happen. We're gonna batter you now. Like this is yeah, might, this might get ugly. That's this it. might get ugly. Um, I got like four I read, nil. I read a, a very good uh, Guardian football article um, <coughs> by Jonathan Liu, and he was saying that um, Thomas Muller is the perfect coronavirus player because his whole game is about finding finding himself in in pockets lo- of space. Lo- like you know, he's. His German, uh, he he nicknamed his his role. Someone asked him in an interview years ago, "What, where do you play?" And he said, "I'm a round do- round deuter, which translates to space investigator." He's essentially just, you know, he's even had even on Football Manager, they've they've renamed a position after Muller now. Like his whole thing is just finding himself in key areas mm. unmarked. 
Yeah. So you know, in the age of social <laughs> well, distancing, as you're, as you're you know, saying, like just just uh, you know watching that that shock door match, whatever, all that space that's been available yeah. and afforded to players. Okay, I'll, I'll um, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. If, uh, I think I actually will miss that match. I'll get the nine thirties in, but uh, going to a, a little miniature barbecue tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now that that's recorded, yeah, <laughs> fine's coming my way for sure. Yeah. Um, Who's house that again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then on Sunday, I think the one just to talk about quickly is Leipzig mains and to see yeah. if Leipzig can get back on track. And honestly, I think that I think they will. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like the, those guys like Sabitzer will have gone to match fitness and. Again, like they dominated Freiburg last yeah. week. They were unfortunate to get scored on, and they were unfortunate not to score three or four. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on a different day, they do score three or four, right? Yeah, so I it's been three draws in a row for them now. They've dropped, what's, what's that, six points mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And if they can run the table, then I have, I have hope. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the hope that kills you, I know. Max, if the I coronavirus know. I should doesn't. just let it go. I should just let it go. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll try and get one back in on... Do a little, maybe a short one on Monday yeah. because there's midweek matches coming up. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and yeah, just Tuesday and Wednesday. So maybe we'll just do a quick little Bundesliga sure. recap and preview. Yeah. Um, for anyone who's interested, uh, let's do the scout quick, and then we'll move on to our feature. Yes. Um, here you go. So I've got uh, Philippe uh, Stevanovic. Uh, plays for Partizan Belgrade. Oh, nice. All he's right. um, 17 years old. Okay. Um, but he's already like. Uh, a ratified, certified member of the first team. Um, he's a, a winger or an inside forward. Um, so yeah, as I say, 17 years old, and but he's playing regularly. He's played in the Europa League against Manchester United. Um, Can't say no. Looks so. tasty. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a 17 year old. You, you wouldn't. Um, but um, he's already he's called been called up to the Serbian under 21 squad and is in line for a senior cap as well mm-hmm. before his 18th birthday. If internationals come back before September if they don't then he looks anyway he looks like he's going to be straight into that team um, he's an inside forward plays on the left and cuts inside um, he's very it's, it's all about uh, ball control creativity trickery technique you know he's I've been watching some videos of him and he's just he's Philip, Philip Coutinho okay. at his best um, right. you know where you just he's he's got that that turn of he can just take it past the play. He's excellent in one-on-one situations. Good with dead balls. Um, he just looks. He looks very nice player, and he's gained interest from all of the big clubs in Europe. We're talking Liverpool, Man City, and Man United in England. Bayern Munich and Dortmund in in Germany. Okay. You know, they're looking at him as a as a kind of future as a prospect. You know, he's nowhere for near sure, for sure. ready to play. Yeah, in their get first him loan, like um, keeping the youth for a year, loan yeah, him out. Yeah. But he's playing regularly in Europe because Partizan are constantly in the yeah, Europa League. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're a bit of a farmer team, right? Like, you have yeah. something like that, you're going to play them, right? Yeah. Um, for me, you're only 17. Maybe you stay there or maybe you move to another team. Maybe I mean, it sounds like he'd be ready to make a jump. And, you know, like a smaller Bundesliga club, for example. Absolutely. And they do... The, Bundesliga teams do like to, you know, go to Serbia yeah. and, and pick players yeah. up like that. So, you know, or not even that's a small, you know. The German teams are so good at breeding youth um, you know Dortmund does a great well, job exactly. you can go to a bigger one like Leverkusen yeah. um, any of those teams could be looking at yeah. him, right? So, no I mean that's it Dortmund would be a lovely move for him because as you say they're they're fantastic at developing youth mm-hmm. um, maybe Sancho's out on the way out this year or sure. next year sure. um, by that maybe if it's next year 19 years old maybe Stefanovic is ready to step into the first team but I watched some videos of him he just he looks fantastic my only criticism is he maybe tries to do a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's maybe possible in the Serbian league where he can run rings around players, but sometimes you can get caught out like that. But it's the same as Coutinho. Supremely talented player, but sometimes it's one too many turns. Sure. You know, Sometimes you do just want to pa- pass the ball, mm-hmm. and if you turn too many times, you end up facing the wrong way, and you pass it back, and you lost the position, right? Um, but his technique is, a, is fantastic ball control. Um, okay. He's got a turn of pace, so he can take take on players down the wing as well, uh, mm-hmm. cross the ball in. Yeah, he looks like he's got it all, and I think he's going to be a big player in the future. All right, um, I've got uh, Tangai Kwasi of PSG, and oh, you know, we don't we're always going for um, like we don't go for big clubs. But the reason why I went with him is because you know we were just talking about uh, who who was mentioning. Um, oh, uh, 
um, Diaby. Diaby at uh, Leverkusen. His contract's up uh, come June. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this could be yet another player that, you know, PSG lets slip through their fingers. Yeah. Um, center back, uh, 17 years of age, I believe. About to turn 18, I think. And uh, he's just, he was just coming, really coming into the team in the last month or so. Um, he was a part of that crazy 4 all draw against Amiens, which oh, doesn't yeah. look good on yeah. paper, you know, giving him four goals. But yeah. there were, there were um, you know, circumstances in that match. They had... Uh, uh, Herrera playing right back, and he was just getting skinned in the first half. And um, and then uh, Kuyasi comes and scores two in the second half, oh, yeah. and helps them actually take the lead. Uh, so he's obviously both on corners, big headers, um, um, dominant in the air, and a threat um, on set pieces and corners offensively. And uh, quick pacey, I think he kind of has an, an ability to be, you know, someone along the lines of a potentially Koulibaly. Mm-hmm. Just, just how massive he is yep. and athletic. Um, so, there's a lot of talent to be had here, and I think you know PSG have to be working on this this contract yeah. right now because anyone, I'm sure there are enough teams circling right now. Um, even a, even like a team like Lyon, Marseille, you know, it's like we'll come, like you can come to us and we'll give you game time. Yeah. Um, and you know you can use us as a stepping stone. Uh, maybe even go back to PSG in the future if PSG drop the ball yeah. and don't and don't resign him. But when it comes to their center backs. I, I don't see why they won. I'm not really sold on Kim Pempe. Yeah. Um, okay. Like he's 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 decent, but you know I I don't see him as a dominant. I I see him as a kind of error prone. Yeah. Um, and I think there are some like they're a little light when it comes to center backs. You know, Silva's on his Silva's way out. on the way out. Um, they're they, looking at they're looking at Koulibaly as well. They got uh, they signed Abdou Diallo from yes they Dortmund. yeah they did but he hasn't really been uh, Marquinhos yep yeah, yeah Mar- but Marquinhos they also move up into yeah, midfield, midfield too right lot, so yeah. um, there's there's I think when he assesses the situation and if PSGs kind of look at the mistakes they've made in the past um, I think they they come to an agreement because I think he can recognize the fact that you know I was getting into the team quite consistently in the last month yeah. Um, and and he's shown that you know as I said he's he's an aerial threat as well nice. offensively yeah um, so why not and 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 he'll recognize the fact that you know he can actually get some some consistent game time yeah and I don't think PSG are going to want to let go of another player like that again so the reason why I do bring him up is because they have done this in the past and they um uh and, and his contract is up in June so any team could be circling yeah but I th- I think they sorted it. Okay. Anyway, but yeah. one for the future. Uh, he's, yeah, and he's currently playing for the under 18s for France, but he'll be he'll be under under 21, yeah. no problem. Uh, okay, so guys, our feature for today is you know there's all this talk about Newcastle and Mike Ashley finally selling the club. Yeah, it's been a long, long yeah, uh, I think 13 and, years or something. like Yeah, that. and it looks like um, Saudi Saudi owners yes, yeah. are are, are going to sort this out. I guess potentially by the end of the season. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully yeah. for their sake. Yeah, it's uh, predominantly the Saudi royal family with some with two mega rich English real estate uh, tycoons yeah. or moguls or sure. whatever um, leeches, uh, whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever word you want to use. Yeah. But um, yeah, fronted by uh, Amanda Staveley, who is um, she tried to buy them. For the Saudis last year, and she was actually the main negotiator for the. I forget who owns City. Is it Abu Dhabi? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I um, mean, yes, it is Abu Dhabi. So she she negotiated the the Man City uh, when Man City bought or when Abu Dhabi bought Man City. Um, mm-hmm. She's got experience in this kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I read the other day the the Saudis have ten times the wealth of the. Abu Dhabi national family and you think about the kind of mad shit that went on at Man City right. when when that sale went through this is like Newcastle will be by far the richest club in the world yeah which yeah, is they're, yeah, they're absolutely bonkers <laughs> yeah but it's going to take them uh, you know a few years to, like like City it took a few years to get to that it's that gonna, title winning yeah um, caliber and that's what we're going to talk about too is you know realistically um, and maybe some stretches to a yeah. point but like what kind of player who, who can they realistically come in to fill up that squad yeah. Um, with the money that they should be getting. Yeah, because Newcastle should be one of the premier teams in England, 
they've got a very dedicated fan base in the northeast of England. Mm. They've got one of the most iconic stadiums in the UK, um, St James's Park. Yeah. Um, they're you know massive in the region, um, and they're a big club, you know, uh, and they've just fallen by the wayside. Mike Ashley is criminally mismanaged them uh, he just sucks any any Absolutely. capital out of them yeah. uh, and they've been relegated a few times and and all, three times in or in twi- last, twice twice in, un, years, in the last 10 years yeah. it's disgraceful for a club that certainly when I was growing up was, was challenging for the, the door, top four for sure. um, or even uh, elite at, yeah, at, at yeah. times yeah. but yeah so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with now the rules that are in place with um, FFP it's unlikely that I we're going to see the sort of mad spending that right we away. saw at like Man they're, City. Yeah, they're the going beginning. to have to. Right. Um, you know, I saw talk when they when this was first announced. I saw talk of pictures of fucking Mbappe Could, in a, in <laughs> yeah, a yeah. Newcastle shirt, Griezmann in a Newcastle shirt, Koulibaly, and right. And that's you know, and, and that's another thing you have to take into account when like when we're doing this is, would these players want to go there? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, you might have the money, but these players also want to win. Yeah, straight away. Straight, like, yeah. footballers' careers are short, right? Yeah. So, so like, um, well, let, let's get on to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Koulibaly was someone that crossed my mind. But I'm like, no. He's 29 now. Yeah. <clears throat> he's been at Napoli for the last number of years, and he's, <clears throat> I would say, the second best defender in the world. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and and there's no time for him to be part of a rebuild. No. You know? Like, if he's, if, if he's lucky, if he, if he goes to Newcastle right now, if he's lucky... Maybe they win a championship when he's like thirty-four. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, it's not going to happen. So those are the, those are the kind of players that just you just no. Yeah, it's not, it's not that draw yet, right? Um, now uh, let's kick it off with the manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now Steve Bruce says uh, he's ready to you know manage big players and yeah. and a, and a potent, like a top four team. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> That's, so am that's I, nice. Max. <laughs> yeah, so am I, Max. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, you know, Saudi royal family. If you're listening, I'm ready to manage a top four team. Uh, so is Max. You know, we come in as a kind of co-management. Yeah, that's right. Uh, then we save you a few few bob as well. We'll wear matching suits. It'll be great. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Steve Bruce is ready. We're ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of us. Will How do you be... feel about bow ties? You want to really? <laughs> oh yeah. You pop on put, a bow tie. Put me, a clip fucking, tie? put me in one of those fucking <laughs> bore up mankinis if. You give me a chance to manage a Premier League team, I shouldn't give a fuck. But um, yeah, and to be honest, Max, you and I are about as likely to be appointed as the Newcastle manager as Steve Bruce is being retained. Yeah, I mean, you you get um, uh, big owners like that. Like, sorry, Steve. Like, we're like you're you're the first to go. So for me, uh, Pochettino, yeah, uh, is is the most realistic, and I and and I think he'd gladly take it. I think he just a few days ago said he's he's happy to. Um, Come back in, but for uh, and outside the big sixteen. Oh yeah, as well, right? And uh, you know, obviously, all signs point to Newcastle when, when he says something well, yeah, like that, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, they will be. <laughs> they'll, yeah, they'll be yeah. part of like the seven now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, 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 and eight if you want to give Leicester a little more love. Yeah, but uh, I think I think he's a free agent. Yes, there's no there's no um, like fifteen like last year when he got fired by Spurs. If you know, there's all talk about him replacing Ollie for a bit but United would have had to pay I think 15 million to, yes. to Spurs now come I think come June that's that's over with okay yeah he's served his his time yes whatever. yeah um, so he he's free he knows the league very well yeah I, I think he's he's the shoe in and and one of the things the, the, his main problem at Tottenham was he wanted to rebuild right he wanted to have some he wanted the, the financial backing to rebuild the team and he wasn't getting it mm. And he, but he'll get it at Newcastle. Yeah. Like, and, and he makes good signings too. Oh well, that's it. I mean, he's he is the perfect manager with for his them. hands with his hands cuffed. You know, yeah, he has made some good signings. Yeah, uh, give him a bit of money, and I think he's he's ready to go. Honestly, with with the with the backing and with Pochettino as the manager, they'd be a very good prospect within one or but, two seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's that. Let's go. I guess back to front. Um, now starting, with, I would just for me, it's like. Dubrovka Dubrovka's one of the best keepers in the league yeah um, I'm not, I wasn't touching I, I wasn't but then you'd mentioned to me like a week or two ago you know we were just shooting the shit and you said that they um, they might be looking to sell him and then I've also heard reports that they're looking at this Greek keeper I forget his name um, young right. kid okay you know so like there's, there's talks about that and now okay so this is this is like my one that's like really kind of outlandish but I'll, I'll give you my reasoning 
and it's Donnarumma. Donnarumma. Oh, okay. Um, that is outlandish. It, it is. Just, just hear me out because, yeah. uh, you know, he's 20, 21. Mm-hmm. He's got loads of experience. Yeah. He's got almost two decades left in him, if yeah. he, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he doesn't necessarily need to be in a rush to necessarily win titles. Uh, his, his agent is Raiola. Okay. Uh, who just loves to like yeah. get as many jumps per player? Like if you look yeah. at Holland, right? Like there's that there's that could have gone to United maybe. Um, understandable why he went to Dortmund, but then there's that extra um, extra paycheck paycheck for Raiola with with that move to Dortmund. And there's always been this talk about him leaving AC for like three yeah. years now. I know. You know, like since he was 17, it's like is Donnarumma leaving? Is Juventus going to get him, or is he going to go to the PL? Right. Um, so. That seems to continually persist, and then there's that Raiola factor as well, and 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 the fact that you know he can establish himself as as a as a PL keeper and well, prove himself and, elsewhere. And AC Milan are are not doing shit in in Italy at the moment. Yeah. You know they're they're essentially a mid-table team at the moment, uh, yeah. then and then pushing at Europe. <coughs> Newcastle can be the equivalent of AC Milan right. in a very short period of time with I more think. money too. Yeah. Get a better yeah. get a bigger paycheck as well. Yeah. So that's just um, that's the. It's it's a it's a little out there, and I I, I wouldn't uh, count on it. But I just had some reasoning there. That there, there is there is there's some uh, yeah I can see that I can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, Dubravka is one of the best keepers in the in the league, and they'd be foolish to get rid of him at the beginning um, mm-hmm. because he's quality. Yeah. Um, you want to go right back? Yeah. So fullbacks uh, are a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think a smart move would be Max Ahrens from Ooh, Norwich. Yeah. I like that. I uh, England like that. under twenty-one international, very highly rated, looked at by teams like Liverpool yep. as a backup option. But he's been playing week in, week out in the Premier sure. League. Looks solid, um, good, both defensively and attacking. So um, right or left? Right back. He's right. right back. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've it's uh, a Jamal Lewis, Lewis on is the on the left. left. Yeah. Um, and I think you know New- uh, Norwich will be relegated. Yeah. They'll, uh, they'll need to sell. Won't cost awful lot I know money's not the biggest object in the world but I, I think well it is now gonna... especially but even if um, you know lockdown hadn't happened and they were getting relegated those two players would be looking to move on anyway yeah right um, and they could uh, cash in for that I think Aaron's would be a, a good signing for them it's, he's proven Premier League I like it they've had some real mishaps at right back Emil Kraft Kraft mm-hmm. is Emil Kraft uh, uh DeAndre Yedlin, Yedlin. Is crap. FIFA, FIFA. Yeah, he's got. He's, he's got amazing. The legs. FIFA. He's, he's got a, the legs. You want him on nothing FIFA? Nothing else. You know, yeah. That's it. Nothing else. Uh, for me, I, and you know, actually, I think arrogance is uh, perfect. Um, but very similar for me. I went with, I went with youth and is uh, Sergino Dest. Oh yeah. From, from yeah. Ajax. Yeah. Um, again, you know, can spend you know two to three years at Newcastle, yeah. or just like runners like a three four year contract, and then yeah. if he wants to move on, he moves on. They can they can sell him. Right? Yeah, for big money. Um, but he's he's twenty twenty one as well. Um, at twenty, I think. Yeah. Um, and and then yeah, you can make that jump, or you know, by the time that contract's running down, Newcastle's had this ownership for three or four years at this point, and they could be. be put knock on the door. Yeah. They'd be happy to yeah. stay. Um, so that's what I had there. Jump over to left. Yeah. Um, I just I just stuck with Danny Rose. Yeah, me too. I think I I've got them. I've got Newcastle down for. I think they should. I think they were already like they make, already kind of lined up. If Ashley of, was staying, like I think yeah. they were going to keep Rose regardless. Yeah, for me it's Rose and Lazaro. They've got them on loan. Yep, buy keep them, them both. Um, yeah, I think Lazaro is good for depth. Yeah. Um, if they want to play in a three-five-two every now and then, then you yeah. can start Lazaro. Yeah. Um, they seem to be doing like a four-two-three-one for the most part, and yeah. that's what I have their formation down right now. Pochettino, it could be either five at the back, three at the back, <laughs> five at the back, or mm-hmm. uh, or four at the back. I did also have uh, Kurzawa. Uh, on yeah. a free from PSG, whose yeah, whose contract is running out. That's a good option as um, well. Uh, and another player who just like sometimes doesn't meet his potential, um, yeah. but has loads. He's he's good enough. He's like 27, 28. Yeah. But uh, but he's he is good. He just kind of gets he gets injury setbacks a lot. That's yeah. the, that's the thing. That's it. But um, again, you know, he could get big wage. He'd be happy to go to Newcastle because they'd offer him good wages um, that he's on at PSG at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's playing at the sort of level that would move Newcastle up to the next stage in the Premier League, you know, yeah. in the next one to two seasons. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Uh, within the centre-backs, I think there's a lot of... Uh, there's Char, there's Lejeune, there's yeah. Kieran Clark, yeah. uh, there's Lascelles, Jamal Lascelles. Yeah. So there's a lot of solid experience there, right? Yeah. And then, and then you know, we're talking about, you know, cool values. Yeah. So it just yeah. wouldn't happen, right? Yeah. Um, as much as they would like it to, right? But 
I don't think they need to go out and get like that experience one. Uh, no. For me, it was someone that I scouted a couple months back, um, uh, Kamara, Bubakar Kamara from Marseille. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Who actually Man City are looking at right now? Yeah. Uh, Twenty years old can play uh, in the CDM role as well. Yeah. Um, low, like he, like this kid's gonna be good. Uh, and just solid, smart player. And I think with that experience, go for a younger one. Go yep. for go for uh, a, a younger, you know, even like someone like Kanate or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know? I I fully agree. I think they've got. Good centre back options, mm. and if you're if you're only signing three or four players, yeah, you don't, don't have need to. to look at you the centre backs. Yeah. But yeah, the only problem with their centre backs are injuries. You know, Sure and Lejeune yep. particularly constantly injured. Yes, they um, are. But I think that would be a, a, a promising, like up and coming European talent would be uh-huh. would be the way to go there. Absolutely. Uh, and then and pair him next to Lascelles, who's sure. who's very solid you mm-hmm. know would hope would keep his spot as the captain yeah um, I thought it was maybe like uh, Tarkowski as well but again it's like that's not really that he's solid like I, I think he's better than all of them all of them yeah. um, but there's not like that significant jump and yeah. Tark- 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 Tarkowski's about 26, 27 yeah. as is right yeah um, also do... what you are saying with the, the FFP like we're kind of keeping that yeah, in our in minds mind. as well they don't want to be spending yeah. millions of, hundreds of millions because they, yeah. they can't at no. this point um, but I, I like the idea of Newcastle <coughs> raiding Premier League teams. I think, I think that's an underrated, like Premier League experience is an underrated um, ability. I don't um, think it is. I, I think I think a lot of um, a lot of teams, you know, bump prices. Like you know, for example, a lot of people, a lot of rival fans were ragging on United for spending fifty on Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Sure. Yeah. Um, but he's maybe the best defensive right back in the, the world. world yeah um, and and the reason why he's 50 million is because of that PL experience well I, I think that's more to do with potential and the fact well, that he's yes. English rather the, than Premier League experience because mm. he only had he had less than the full season pretty right. much at mm. Crystal Palace um, whereas Tarkovsky for instance have been, has been doing the business for two or three years now yeah, oh yeah that's um, a good three yeah for sure and I think that's I think that's a good skill to have, particularly if there is a lot of upheaval. If if Newcastle do go out and buy a whole new team, mm-hmm. you want to keep some kind of continuity with the Premier League. Sure. Um, and honestly, I think Tarkovsky next to Lascelles that would be a nice a nice pairing. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, that's a Europa League yeah. pairing. I think. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, uh, moving on to. Um I guess the two for the CDMs. Yeah, I mean, four, two, three, one kind of thing. Yeah, they're yeah. still a defensive team, right? Um, as it stands, um, I'd say you keep Shelby for now. I think I think I think for now you keep. I like Shelby. So do I. I think so he's I. a fantastic player. I love that. You, mean, I, you can't be you can't be ditching out everyone. You're not going to get no, rid of I mean, John Joe. He's our leading scorer. Well, exactly. <laughs> by, exactly. by a mile, it's like yeah. double. I think it's five uh-huh. goals. Yeah. And then the defenders have like yeah. two apiece. Yeah, exactly. And then there's Jolington from yeah. one, right? Um, <laughs> so. No, Shelby's a great player. He's like. Jabby Alonso with Roy Keane all yeah. mixed into one, right? <laughs> sure. Not as good as either of them, obviously, no, but no. like he can spray the ball around like nobody's business. Yeah. But he also loves to a, get a red no, card. He's heated, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I've got a lot of love for him. I, for me, he's he's a backup player in this new Newcastle. I think, but most, right away, yeah, because I think the most important thing: sign the two Longstaff brothers onto new contracts because both their contracts are I'm running not out. Sold on them. I'm not. I please, please keep them. Because honestly, like last year when United was getting linked to yeah. Sean Longstaff, like don't why like I thirty know. million, forty receivers on forty million for what? They they look good, and I think for me, um, my reasoning is they're both they're from they're Geordies, they're from Newcastle, and I think it's important for Newcastle to kind of reacquaint themselves with the fans. A lot of fans have lost faith in Newcastle United through Ashley. But you know Shelby's that that rock though. Like like he. he I think Newcastle fans identify with him. I, possibly. And the Longstaffs this year, even with an extra like season, they, they haven't been lighting the world up by any means. I agree, but also I think there's there's plenty of room for them to grow and into squad players. I'm, I still, I've got two central midfielders that I think they should buy. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess I'll go into that now. But I think signing the Longstaffs onto a contract is important. But for me, it's the first one, John McGinn. Ah, good pick. Um, good pick. He's absolutely fantastic. We've been waxing lyrical about him yeah. all season, right? He's a yeah. quality player. Aston Villa looked shambolic in comparison without, without him. Yeah, um, sure. He's adapted to Premier League excellently. He's quality. He's a Europa League quality <coughs> player for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's he's a phenomenal midfielder. He's an all rounder. You know, he can do everything. 
and I think he'd slot perfectly into their midfield. Um, I, I, I I like that that pick as that pick up as well. And um, then the other one is uh, Sumare, who you scouted um, previously. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's that that he totally slipped my mind actually. And um, well, they they were linked with him in January. That's right, they, and they almost got it. Yeah. And uh, he didn't go presumably because he didn't they were a relegation threatened yeah. low low Premier League team. Now, now things might change things a little bit. Yeah, that's um, fair. You know, I think that's really and that's a that's a good bit of scouting too. Yeah, and that's and that's another t- again. Um, you know, someone like uh, Max Aaron's or Dest. It's like you're yeah. you're young, yeah. and you know you can make that jump if you want to, or you can sit tight yeah. when the contract's running down, depending on where the team is, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, I like that. I like that. Um, for me, well, you know, being a little shrewd mm-hmm. uh, in this case, uh, John Lundstrom. Oh yeah, uh, his contract's up at the end of the is year. It? it is. Well, I I'm think I think Sheffield. Will make, and I think he will be happy to stay. Um, yeah. And Sheffield want that depth, right? Like yeah, they're they're, mean, they're thin. They, like yeah. they've had a phenomenal season. Then they go out and they get um, uh, Berg, uh, Berg Sanderberg, and and you know to lose Lundstrom would kind of be a step back. It's like all yeah. right, now we've like someone solid that was starting game in game out, but now you have him coming off the bench. Yeah. I don't think they'd want to lose him. I don't necessarily think he would, but. If the ownership changes and they throw a decent amount of money at him, like a considerable pay raise, um, than Sheffield's offering, yeah. you know, why not take it? Absolutely. Uh, the other one for me is um, Marcel Sabitzer. Yeah. Um, who wouldn't be absurd, maybe 35, 40 yeah. million, I'd yeah. say. Um, but the the everything man for Leipzig. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and so combative. I think he'd... I would love to see him in the PL. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, he, he can do it all. It. He can do it all, and he's he's so physical. He's great on a tackle. He's, um, you know, in he can play like generally in the mid. He's on the right wing a lot too. Yeah. So you can move him around if you want. Yeah. But uh, I think he'd I think he'd fit in nicely at on like a two like two CDM role. Yeah. Uh, in the PL, and I think that'd be a very exciting signing. Yes. Um, Maybe almost an underrated signing. Someone that isn't really garnering attention from other big clubs. Like I don't really hear like anyone looking at Sabitzer. No, um, I know it just hasn't happened. Um, and he, maybe he's, I'm sure he's happy to stay at Leipzig. Like there's plenty of potential on that team. Yeah, uh, he's got a great manager. Playing Champions League football. Sure, and you know, could be win a Bundesliga. Like they're yeah. challenging for Bundesliga um, to a point. So, but I think that's uh, someone that they'd be wise to look yeah. at. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the left wing. Now, I didn't touch it. No. St. Maximin is, is great. He's, like, I thought that was a great pickup, and I felt bad for him that he went to Newcastle, yeah. to be honest, just because yeah. of the way they play, especially under Steve Bruce. But now things might change. The thing is now is that there's all this Philip Coutinho talk. Yeah, oh, come and on. And it's like, man, again, you can't. how much are you going to be paying for him? Yeah. Barca's going to want to recoup even if you say half, it's still like yeah. sixty million, I know. right? And it's it's too much. It is it is too much. Um, I think I think Coutinho would be wise, and I think Barcelona as well, just to keep him. Yeah, and oh, see yeah. if he can sort it out. Yeah. Um. Uh, but th- this seems to be like apparently Poch is like focus. Really. So so I've been reading. Um, if if Poch is going to Newcastle, the signing he wants to make is Philip Coutinho, and yeah, okay, he's got he has, um. PL experience, but I think it's been taken away from him. I don't think he comes back to the PL and is a shadow of himself. No. And he hasn't been at Barca either. Yeah. And in a in a slow uh, slower, less physical league. Yeah. That yeah. W- that you think would benefit him. Yeah. Uh, so he certainly fit into the team. Um, I don't see it happening. And, um, and it just reminds me of like City getting Robinho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When City first yeah. got bought out. Yeah. And d- did fuck all, you know. <clears throat> fifth top scorer in his first season which I found out the other day and then after that fuck all yeah um, yeah it's a, it's a vanity signing that um, I think so which maybe is what the Saudi Arabian government want or the royal family want you know they want a big name player and I think they probably will try for a big name player sure I just don't think um, that's the one that they should be going for no um, but for me Sam Maximan anyway like if there's any sure sure shoe-ins for mm. a new look Newcastle he's got to be there he's quality yeah I love watching him play yeah, um, right in the middle. I, I, you know, I didn't come up. I was like, this, this, the number ten rule. Um, it's difficult. It, it is because I'm like, Almiron actually seemed to be kind of picking it back yeah. up, but like he hasn't, he hasn't really he hasn't panned done. out. No. And, and he, even when he reaches his potential, it's not going to be that great. I don't think. You don't like, think? I, I don't think so. No. Um, so, 
I think that that should be a focus of theirs, actually. I just couldn't really come up with anyone except for Adam Lallana, who they can get on also get on a free. That's a lovely sign. Um, yeah. And and then it's like you have like that peel experience. Someone and if you can yeah. say healthy, then you have if if someone's on form, you have Almiron and Lallana bouncing back and forth. Yeah. So you have that depth there. Well, Lallana <coughs> doesn't do full seasons. You know, his right. legs are a bit short. No. Um, no. So you, and he's a bit old. So now. yeah, he'd be happy to like not be starting yeah. match in match out. Yeah. Um, so I think that could work because Almiron yeah. does do a job yeah but I wouldn't say consistently it's also something no. you can rely on I'd like to I'd like to see Almiron given a season or two Ag- agreed but I, I like I was excited when they signed him and <coughs> it hasn't panned out you're right do you think do you think um, is there anyone that comes to mind like a big name in that, in that role that no that they um, could feasibly no. get I hadn't I haven't picked an attacking midfielder for them no. to buy I did I want I think they should focus on it on they need more goals, mm. right? Mm. Sam Maximan has not been scoring. Uh, obviously, we'll fault, come though. to the striker. It's not really his fault, we'll come to the striker, but I think they they need a an Aozi Perez type player, mm. maybe a, like a second striker, an advanced attacking midfielder kind of thing, goal scoring. Mm. Um, and I didn't come up with a player. Uh, was, couldn't, I, I couldn't really couldn't, think like realistically. Couldn't think about uh, it, and I couldn't find a realistic one. I like Lalana. I don't think he's that player, but. I think he's, no, I he's think, a nice option. Yeah, he's field. good to have on the uh, just to fill the squad a little bit. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> but yes, I think they need they need more goals um, from midfield, um, and mm-hmm. that's what they should focus on there. But for me, I'd like to see Almiron given a fair go of it, and I think he's better in the middle than he is on the wing. Um, so maybe we just stick him in the number ten role and yeah. see what see what what happens there. Yeah, like I think he's their starter next year. Yeah. Um, now out on the right. Again, I didn't come up with anyone. Um, I got another free Ryan Frader. Oh, that's very nice. Um, because you know, like we've spoken about him quite a bit this season, and yeah. just the drop off he's had. But I think this would be, like, I, I think he's missed the boat in terms of uh, His like big club move. Yeah, which would have been last off season when he had yeah. the, when he was I think second in assists last year. Yeah. Um, and you know he missed that. He's he's fallen off. Bournemouth have been terrible, but. Yeah, yeah, and you go to Newcastle, there's not much pressure. No. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And uh, yeah. I think it's a fresh start. That's, that's someone on the a, right that they need. Yeah. They have no one on the right. I think that's they have a, absolutely yeah. no one on the right. Well, Lazaro. Um, yeah, they right. Keep him. They got an option yeah. for 20 million for him, which I think <coughs> they should take. Yeah, um, fair enough. He's that utility player. And mm. we watched him um, oh, yeah. in his first game, remember? And yeah, he, was, he, he, he was amazing. That first half attacking. against Arsenal. Yeah. And, then, and then, then he, but then he was found out in defense. Yeah, yeah, he was getting burnt big time. So I'd like to see him play. Lazaro actually is playing further up. More advanced role. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Yeah, and twenty million for him. You know, from Inter Milan, he, he moved to Inter Milan for a reason because yeah. he was he was tearing up the Austrian league. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's. I think, I think they got him, him from Hertha, well. didn't they? Did they? I I, I think so. Okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, but I think you know you could feasibly get both. You know, twenty million, then you yeah. get, and then you get Frazier on the free. Yeah, and then agreed. you have the depth there because they have yeah. no one in well, that. Because they, Christian Atsu and Matt Ritchie are like two yes. of the highest appearance makers. They're fucking muck. They're, they're yeah. garbage. <laughs> yeah, they do not. Richie Richie tries his very hardest. Um, that's because nice. That's pretty much all he can do. So does Jesse um, Lingard. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, I don't know about that. Um, he tries his hardest at making a name for himself on the internet um, <laughs> and being a stupid cunt. But um, anyway, um, Richie he just very limited. Needs to go. Um, yeah. And Atsu is is crap as well. He's mm-hmm. he's yeah. So he's, there's, he's, there's a hole there, and there's two spots to be filled. Yeah. So I like I like um, Lazaro and Fraser. I think Fraser's a good one actually. Yeah. Now, um, I don't want to see. Now okay, let's get to the striker. Yeah, yeah, um, the big one. I don't want to say get rid of Jolington because I don't think no. you can. I don't no. like you. You no. can't even. The, I, you need to keep him around for a year just to try and just boost to, the value. Yes, exactly. But. You still need to get this other striker ASAP. Oh, if not two. Um, if not two. Yeah, because Dwight Gale, Mutu, um, never liked Carroll. him. I don't like his attitude. I just, uh, Who, Carroll? Gale. Uh, Gale. No, he's a championship striker. Yeah. He scores yeah, he, goals for fun in the championship. Sure. He's a good player there. Yeah, he he's not. He's, prim- he's crap. Fucking in the king League. shit of fuck mountain, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Muto, absolutely d- never gets a look in. Needs to be sold. Carroll is signed a new contract because he the fans love him and. You know he gets paid mostly for what games he plays, which is fuck all. Um, and he'll come up with a big goal every now and again. Sure. Um, but I think they need two strikers. Fair um, enough. I've got Olivier Giroud. Uh, just um, re-signed with Chelsea. Oh, has he? Yeah. 
yesterday. Well, interesting. <laughs> well, I luckily I've got a very similar player that it was, you know, one or the other. So not Olivier Giroud, mm. um, but uh, Alfredo Morelos. Oh, for Rangers. Rangers. That's He's a good pick, scoring man. Scoring goals for fun yeah. in Scotland um, and in Europe. Mm. Um, he he looks a good play. He's a firebrand, which. He loves a red card. He yeah. loves a spat with yeah, the referee. He, does. he really does. Um, and that needs to be worked on if he's going to be successful. And mm. we've seen at Newcastle before, Mitrovic, very talented striker, does mm. the business now, but didn't work out for him there. But if he can get, you know, yes. if he can sort his temperament out or harness it a bit more, I think mm. he's, he's, he's a great striker. Premier League quality for sure. Um, wouldn't be too expensive. 20 million maybe, 30 million. Yeah, there are bets. Um, I've got, I have two as well. Mm-hmm. And see, I think Morales is a very interesting prospect. But you know, when you're you're going in with this money, yeah, you, you kind of want to get more of an established name that was that's already been playing in one of the top five, I yeah. think, especially okay. up top. So for both of them, uh, again on the freeze, Edison Cavani, yeah, last paycheck, yeah, I think it makes perfect sense for him, yeah, um, and you know, for like a little bit of a glitzy uh, signing for Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get them probably put on like 150 a week. Mm-hmm. They probably would do something, do something stupid yeah. like that. You know, um, so I could see that happening. I don't think he'll be effective. I I don't think it'd be a great signing personally. No, I no, I I think you know he's he's too old to come to the PL. I think he's got Premier League all over <laughs> written all over him. I I, I just what is he 34? three three maybe 33, 34? three four yeah. I honestly, and this is where you know, like I always harken back to United, obviously because I'm I follow <laughs> them the most, but. You look at players like Schwein, like Di Maria was like yeah. a, a Real reject, you know. Yeah. Um, didn't work out. Schweinsteiger. Well, that's more past yeah, it. more comparable. You Schweinsteiger. Yeah, a, a lot old. He was already older old yeah. times. Probably thirty three one in yeah. the heart of the midfield. Yeah. This is striker, right? Mm-hmm. So there's um, a, a little less work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I but, was thinking it could be using the United analogy. I was thinking Cavani could be the Ibrahimovic. Or he could be the Falcao. See, for me, yeah. See, I, I, Zlatan is a completely different animal to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, and still had some some good games to, like a few seasons to to give for him. That's that's Zlatan. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, you know, uh, I I think it makes total sense for them to do it. I don't think it would pan out though. Okay. Um, and my other one is someone who's been talked about for the last couple of years about making a move somewhere to a, to a bigger club, is Andre Blatty. Oh, okay. Uh, at, at Torino, yeah, Probably, that's a big signing. And you know his his and his his values dropped a little bit too because you know he hasn't yeah. lightened it up since he like he did like two years ago for yeah. Torino. Um, so you probably get him at about forty to fifty, I think. Yep, probably forty. Yeah, I think point. forty. Uh, yeah, it's, and again, harking back to COVID. And that's yeah. Um, that's that, your mar- I think, marquee signing. Right? Yeah. Um, and established, you know, yeah. physical, yeah. big, getting yeah. good in the air, yeah. good, great finisher. Um, He's been captain of Torino for a number of years now. Um, yeah, plenty of experience, and um, I think that's uh, that's someone's like that. actually very viable. Um, I think so. Yeah, might so, like that. Yeah, lots, lots, lots to be excited about. A lot of speculation. Uh, yeah, if, if you're Newcastle you love, fan, for uh, sure. Newcastle United yeah. or beheadings, um, what? both of them. Not like Steve Bruce. No, because <laughs> the Saudis love beheading. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, big times ahead for Newcastle. This is if it goes through. It's looking more, more, and more likely that it will. Um, Mike Ashley's going to be, going to be, crushed for money. He's a retail guy. I think mm. I mentioned last week. He's a retail guy, so no one's going to his shops in England. So he'll be, he'll be uh, in trouble at the moment, and he'll be very happy to take three hundred million pounds off yeah, uh, no off uh, the Saudis for, mm-hmm. for a club that he fucking hates anyway. Yeah, um, seriously. So uh, yeah, big times ahead for them. Um, yeah, that's them. it. Uh, yeah, fun to speculate. And yeah, um, yeah maybe we'll uh, try and squeeze one in on Monday, guys. So uh, thanks for listening yeah. and take care. All right.